Kia ora, I'm Guy Williams and welcome to the first episode of our new rugby podcast that features me and my mates talking about the Rugby World Cup from a New Zealand perspective. We're excited for it. We, we, our excitement probably is higher than our expertise, but that'll really show through in the podcast. Um, in this coming episode, we talk about our passion for rugby, our favourite players of all time, including Matthew Ridge, um, Andrew Murdens, uh, Jonah Lomu, and um, I don't even want to say who the fourth one is. But we also have um, some conspiracy theories that I'm already embarrassed about saying. Everything on this podcast is potentially nonsense. So, um, yeah, enjoy the podcast that um, we have titled, and I'm ashamed to say this name out loud. This is The Banter Lads, rugby and mental health chat from the Supersport Dojo World Cup Edition. G'day and welcome to a new Rugby World Cup podcast. My name is Guy Williams. I'm a comedian and the host of New Zealand Today. I'm joined by the um, director of the TV program New Zealand Today and my friend Matthew Cook. Kia ora, how you going everybody? And I'm joined by um, comedian and star of New Zealand Today episode um, uh, Refuel Joe. Three, uh, season two. No way, season three, episode three. Sanjay Patel. That's why he's the. Um, that's why he's the director. Good stuff, and also star of um, uh, Guy Montgomery's Spelling Bee. Sanjay Patel. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about rugby um, because I just wanted to get involved in the Rugby World Cup. I've been out of the rugby game. I'm going to be honest with you, for about 15 years, I like haven't really paid that close attention. I watched during World Cups. And that's about it. Sanjay, how would you rate my rugby world fandom? Uh, it's probably better than you think. So maybe Thanks, um, man. <laughs> 6.5 out of 10. That's not too... How would you rate yourself? Uh, 8.5. How would you rate the Cookie Man Cook? I'm not sure of his <laughs> knowledge. Maybe... Oh, wait. Knowledge or, or... passion? <laughs> yeah, those are two different things. Maybe 5 out of 10, but 9 out of 10 passion. <laughs> yeah, I love passion. Yeah. yeah, Matt. What, what? How would you rate your own rugby expertise and stuff like that? I would say from the years two thousand three to two thousand eight. Yeah, very good. <laughs> it's such a small. W- it's five years. Oh, hold on. <laughs> and then I had a break. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. Very good again. Back on. Uh, what were you doing in those three years? Uh, university. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, no time. So, for so no, no rugby at all. No rugby, just what? drugs. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it was kind of just World Cup years. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, 15. Mm. Uh, yeah, 2019 again. Yeah, very good. Had a sleep again. Women's Rugby World Cup, back on board. Back on board. And back on board since. Yeah, Watching we're getting we're Crusaders. getting back on board in a big Ooh. way. Yeah, that's that's quite impressive. I'm I think this is funny because um, I'm the loudest and most talkative. And probably the least knowledgeable when I've heard that Matt's amazing periods there of loving rugby. So I'd say Matt second and second most talkative. Sanjay, most expertise, least talkative and least most quietest as well. Mm. It's because he's always thinking about the facts that he's got. <laughs> trying to sort yeah, them I'm out. Yeah, trying to be efficient. That's uh, it. No wastage, yeah. as they say. <laughs> Supercomputer, got to keep it cool. So, because uh, my, my general consensus about rugby is that um, there's a lot of experts out there, there's a lot of former players, a lot of people who have studied the game in detail, but they um, are so boring, unbelievably boring, and unbelievably stupid because of all the um, concussions they've had. 
So we're slightly less brain damaged than the average rugby podcast. I think that's going to be our yeah. biggest strength. Yeah, we're less dead-eye tackles in our life than those guys. Our biggest weakness, knowing anything about rugby or knowing player names or having any decent opinions. Mm. But we're going to give it a bloody good go. And we appreciate you guys coming on board for this, the 2023 Rugby World Cup in France. Yes. Um, we've got hot takes. We've got horrific opinions. But I wanted to start with um, passion. Feels passion for rugby. How you got into rugby and where it is now? Like Sanj, like you, you, you said you started in 1989. Yeah, this. How old are you? I would have guessed if I was going to guess your age, I'd say 37. Uh, four years off that. Oh yeah. So yeah. So you kind of been. You must have been pretty young in 1989. Yeah, I was seven. Seven, and you're already like addicted. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the earliest I can remember. Um. So yeah. Seven. Surely you got memories younger than that. Probably, but. I, for some reason, I can't remember any rugby memories apart from that. What What was your nu- rugby memory from 1989? Probably um, the dominant Auckland team. And it had um, <laughs> Matthew Ridge in it. Sick! And it, they ended up being like, probably my favourite player wow. that year. And then I remember like the All Blacks had an end-of-year tour to Europe. And he made it, but he didn't make the actual test team. He made the midweek teams back when you know tours had midweek games. Yeah. But then he um, had to sign with the like league because the other uh, fullback was John Gallagher or Ooh. John Gallagher, John Gallagher, right? Gallagher, I think so. Because he thought he'd just be the All Black, you know, fullback for heaps of years. Yeah, that's why Matthew Ridge signed for like Manly. Oh, I thought he went to Manly for money. Probably that, but it's, I think it was more because like um, John Gallagher was like gonna be like the fullback for years, but then the issue was. A couple of months after Matthew Ridge signed for league, John Gallagher also went to rugby league. <laughs> That's interesting. That's amazing sliding doors that uh, moment. Because apparently Matthew Ridge was quite a normal dude when he lived in Auckland. He went to Australia, I don't know, discovered cocaine yeah. or something and became a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, now he's trying to be an architect. Is he? Well, I don't know what that show he does. Like it's on, an architectural show. Yeah, Prime. I have fond memories of him. When I moved to Auckland, that was like the, the razzle-dazzle moment. There was nothing better than going out to Ponsonby Road on a Saturday and seeing Matthew Ridge riding his BMX down the street. <laughs> topless. Uh, topless or he had, he had a puffer vest with his guns out. Mm-hmm. And um, absolutely... I had a mate who actually um, had the privilege of going to the long room and smoking weed out of a, um, an old beer can with Matthew Ridge, which is wow. pretty special. He was said, all right... Mark what? Ellis. Pardon? Was your friend Mark Ellis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. Mark Ellis, the head boy of New Zealand. No, um, Ma- uh, Mark Ellis... The story my friend said is um, they were going to smoke weed and his mate was like, hey, can this guy come too? And Matthew Ridge was like, okay, but you have to be cool. <laughs> Legendary line. Um, be cool. Okay, so you started in 1989 in Auckland. Matt, you're quite passionate about rugby now, I feel. You're obviously mainly a football fan. But like, where did I'll, your... I'll tell you this guy. I'm a fan of sport. Mm. And I'll tell you why I'm a fan of sport. <laughs> right now. I love stories yeah. i love the narrative yeah. i'm a romantic yeah so don't ask me about stats because yeah. i don't want to know you hate them i hate stats analytics you hate it, the american it just, way it ruins the mystique it ruins yeah. the romance yeah it ruins the ruins the magic yeah um do you guys you guys know pokemon yeah <laughs> yeah so what happened is when i was i think it came out pokemon red and blue came out when i was like 10 or 11 <laughs> I love how this relates to rugby in any way. Uh, and I saved up $60 to 
as a 10 slash 11 year old yeah that takes a long time yeah so i was the last one to get pokemon yeah pokemon red um i, I played it and it was just magic you know you you get a little pikachu charmander i thought it was fine no it's, it's amazing it was a, it was a good game for the time it was like one of the best games ever made of course but like cultural I, phenomenon i don't know um yeah. sanjay you're a big pokemon red fan Nah, I like Pokemon Stadium. I think that was. Oh yeah, Pokemon Stadium. Sick. Okay, same thing. Yeah. So good. I had that as well. So <laughs> the game is a computer program, right? Yeah. And you press A, Pikachu does an attack, and the enemy Pokemon's health goes down. Yeah. Magic. You never know what's going to happen. Until a friend of mine, his name is Tony. He told me that this game has limits there's no magic yeah if you train this pokemon to do this move against this pokemon it'll do this much damage yeah every single time yeah suddenly the game is shit yeah because there's no magic there's no mystique Fuck. i feel like that's what happens with sport at the moment there's too many stats yeah for no reason yeah take it out of the game yeah i want the magic i want the yeah i want the narratives i my favorite player was andrew murdens who was a lethal kicker with a flair for um, you know, d- you know, sneaky runs and just beautiful distribution. But one day, some dickhead discovered like defensive coaching, and they're like, "Hey, if we just run at the smallest guy who's standing at first five every time, we can break through." And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Andrew Moons had to be moved to fullback, mm-hmm. and his effectiveness as a player was—he mm. was eventually replaced. And I was disgusted. It was—it was actually the day I stopped being a Canterbury rugby fan. Was the day that they replaced. Um, Andrew Burns with some kid called Dan Carter and I actually I don't know what happened to that guy but um, I was actually I actually wasn't a Dan Carter fan because of that yeah it's kind of crazy thing. and Dan no, Carter loveliest guy best guy he's but been up for in my Merton show as well so much. what you loved Merton so much and yeah he oh, he's him. a legend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I was sad because Dan Carter was just uh, unfortunately I hate to say this now it makes me feel sick he was a better Andrew Murdens. he could do all the kicking that mm. Murdens could mm. do plus he also could tackle Plus, he was also so good looking. Mm. He was really actually the perfect individual. And also, someone that I would like to have sex with if that's a possibility in the future, if he's listening to this. I'm sorry, this is sexual harassment on the podcast. Um, and to your analysis point, my worst year of rugby, and another year where I kind of lost the passion a little bit, was about 2002. Sanjay might be able to quote me on this. It was the year the Brumbies discovered, like, sliding defensive lines and, like, spreading the defense out wide. Because mm. if you watch, like, old highlights of Christian Cullen... It's a, or um or even better um John Kerwin. Uh, it's thrilling, but you're like, what is this defense? Yeah. There's a clip where John Kerwin runs through the entire Italian squad weaving, yeah. and then the Italian squad like runs around behind so he can have another go. I'm sure he <laughs> runs through the Italian squad twice before getting to the line because he's just so big and fast and swervy. Mm-hmm. And Christian Cullen's the same, but then. The magic was gone when the Brumbies figured out like man-to-man. It's kind of a basketball-style marking yeah. where you take a man, you stick to them, and yeah. you slide wide with the ball. What's the um, money ball? Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. yeah. Like the, was it the shift? Yeah. Same yeah, thing. moving your defensive yeah. line for the batter. And I've actually had to limit it in baseball because it's yeah. too effective. That's what I mean, like, sport. I just want the story. Yeah. Like Beaver coming back from, you know, to from retribution. Unbelievable. To redeem himself. Yeah, like, that's why I watch sport. Yeah. I don't care about uh, his XG or whatever. His, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. That ruins it. I like how you couldn't name one rugby stat, so you had to name a football stat. What is it? Stat. Yeah, what is rugby stat? Oh, oh tackles. T- tackles made, meters, meters gained. Sarge, what are rugby analytics? Line breaks. Scrummages. Yeah. 
tackle was broken. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, are they doing like expected tackles and that kind of thing? Yeah. No, I don't think it's good. Can, rugby's though. pretty behind. I mean, that's a good thing. Good. It's, it's still a yeah. little bit in the yeah. dark. But um, the thing that kills me about rugby, and um, it just absolutely gutted me to watch. Like, um, I went down. I, I just, I, I'm a super rugby fan. I, I jumped on the Chiefs bandwagon. I, I live in Auckland for 10 years. I'm from Nelson, um, Canterbury region for super rugby. But I, um, I, I, I live in Auckland now, and I just can't get behind the blues. Sanjay, I know that makes you feel sick. <laughs> yeah, makes me angry. Makes you angry. <laughs> so I, I, I decided that I was getting behind the Chiefs. They have cool colors. I like the jersey. Mm-hmm. I like the vintage strip. I love the stadium and stuff like that. Loves Chiefs mana. So I went down to watch Super Rugby <laughs> final this year. And I hadn't watched rugby in about five years. And I didn't realize that they've found this loophole where if you kick to the corner and do a rolling maul, you score every time. Oh, yeah. hmm. And the other loophole in rugby is that fucking the breakdown is an absolute shit show and no one knows what's going on. You, you just do a few breakdowns Get a fucking penalty because it always hands in the ruck or not rolling away. Not rolling away. Sometimes you tackle a guy and get stuck on the wrong side. Yeah, penalty, kick to the yeah. corner, roll it over, try. The, yeah. the Canterbury Rugby team, I don't want to say their fucking name, did it about four or five times. Whereas Waikato was running exciting running rugby. And it's like, it's like yeah, Canterbury won, but at what cost? You play like losers. No one will ever remember your name. Damien McKenzie is the most thrilling player in world <laughs> rugby. And he should be the All Blacks number no. one option. He's got nothing on Mwanga. Yeah. Sanjay, you got any thoughts? You want to contribute to that in any way? I mean, he is pretty exciting if you um, ignore that last Bledisloe Cup match. No, okay, here's my theory, is that fucking the coach and the All Blacks coaching staff, they knew that everyone was calling for D-Mac at first five. Mm. So they set up to fail with Finlay Christie as the halfback, like quite a rookie halfback. They didn't give him fucking... Um, you know, yeah, like Aaron, Aaron Smith, Smith, Smith the, the, yeah. the veteran. So he has to go in there and they both have to learn together. And of course they struggle. You know, like I, that's my conspiracy theory is that they, they did that game intentionally with the B team to make D-Mac look bad. And I, I'm behind Moonga, don't get me wrong. But like the Crusaders played that final, I'm embarrassed I said their name, like a bunch of... They play like England. They play the yeah, England... But, man, I'm looking at your fucking face. Like the England thing, women's it's, team. It's tournament no rugby. No mana. Tournament rugby. Yeah. And you play... To win. Yeah, you play to win and you play with the rules that are given. Yeah, but the, when the rules are bad, penalties bad, kicking to the corner, bad. Yeah, the just, fact you um, can't stop a rolling watch ball. Watch league. Yeah, that's true. Watch league. That's true. The reason we like rugby is because there, there are different ways to win. Yeah. And I love that. I love the clash of styles. England versus... Uh, what are the women's rugby team called? The England rug, uh, the New Zealand rugby? Black Ferns. Black Ferns. England versus the Black Ferns in the final. The World Cup final. Yeah. How good was that? Yeah, Amazing. That was really good. Just the uh, complete clash of styles. But it would have been the worst if England, if they didn't rig the game so New Zealand wins by sending off an England woman for the whole game. Oh, yeah. It would have been horrific watching. Because <laughs> England was rolling over rolling malls from yeah. about 50 metres out. It was comical. But, okay. So the last play of the game, England have a line out, game over, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but then the magic of rugby, the Black Ferns, who yeah, was steal it? it yeah. Steal the ball. Stole it, yeah. Prevent England from doing what they do. Yeah. Winning the yeah. game. Like, yeah. I love it. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like, imagine how bad it would have been if, and I mean, Sanji, you can weigh in here on the what if you were there. We actually went to that game together. What yeah. a game. It's probably my best ever rugby experience. Like rugby experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree. I, I, and I've been to the 2011 final versus Australia. The crowd was a lot better. The, che- the t- ch- tickets were a lot cheaper at the women's rugby. That crowd was lit. When they, it got called Sensational, back. Sensational, yeah. But that um, it was an intercept where the New Zealand woman ran like 70 metres and it was called back. 
um, that the, the oh, whole yeah. crowd on their feet. It was like yeah. it was cinematic. It was like yeah. a movie. But um, what I want to say is that um, England were so much better than us. They dominated with their rolling malls from eighty meters. They literally—it was comical how far they were rolling those malls. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and the IRB saw that, and they're like, "We can't have this happen in New Zealand." Mm. So they sent off an England woman for the whole game, and we won. And what a glorious! Sanjay, I know the things I'm saying are making you feel sick to your stomach. I've said I support the Chiefs and not the Blues. Yeah. I've said um, the Rugby World Cup final was rigged in the favor of New Zealand. Like you can—you're welcome to punch me. That's no, fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a huge Auckland rugby fan, right? You're yeah, a I mean, diehard. Yeah, I mean, you're the only one. Raised. Well, yeah. Eden Park seats 42,000 people. There's about 3,000 people there at a game, and you're one of them. <laughs> you're loving it. Yeah, I love the NPC team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, cause it's annoying because like, now it's Tasman that's meant to be the dominant team in the whole like provincial Is that area. Tasman's yeah. up. Yeah, wow. that's my team. I'm actually a Nelson Bay supporter, but I'll get behind. You can't Tasman. just choose every team to support. Can I say I'm from Nelson? <laughs> yeah, but you're like, oh, Crusaders. Now I'm the Chiefs. No, 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 no. Get fucked. So I was born in Nelson. That is the Canterbury region for yeah. Super Rugby. So that's hardly. Yeah, they, yeah. No, that's literally, what it, it is Crusaders area. Yeah, it was literally it, by definition it was. So, um, uh, the Crusaders would play a game in Nelson every year. I would cry when those motherfucking horses came out and chopped oh, how good. Yeah, what a song, eh? Um, to add to the awkwardness of the Crusaders' name, the song that song is called is by a, a, a real '90s musician called Vangelis, yeah. and the song is called "Conquest of Paradise," like it, directly relating to the Crusades yeah. of uh, the uh, Holy Lands. But um, uh, yeah, so Sanjay, what I love about you is you're a um, so just just to be clear. I grew up supporting Nelson Bays and Canterbury mm-hmm. I gave up on Canterbury they won too much they replaced Andrew Murdens that's disrespectful yeah yeah Andrew Murdens was about 42 and couldn't run anymore or tackle but like it's still like you don't let a legend go out like that remember when he made, made the kick and pulled the fingers at the crowd yeah, yeah that was awesome. a legend um, and he I actually got to meet my hero Andrew Murdens on a rugby show and he drove me home Ooh. and I was yeah it was the best uh, I do think say? he was potentially intoxicated when he drove me home but still <laughs> fucking legend okay and it was what a privilege to meet him um uh, so I support. So Nelson Bay's Canterbury was the mix, and then Nelson Bay's unfortunately has become Tasman. I don't agree with it. I fucking hate Blenheim. I don't want to be associated with those fucks. <laughs> it's the worst town in New Zealand, as far as I'm concerned. And then I moved to. I've lived in Auckland, so I want to support the Auckland team. And I just and Sanjay is trying to get me on board. You can't support them. You can't. They're, They're the unsupportable. Worst. Like I love they doing novelty things. They get Benji Marshall and shit. Sanjay, I don't know how you do it. Have to. It's called loyalty. <laughs> Maybe try it one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I support Nelson. I support Tasman. You know, um, Carlos Spencer though. Oh, well, he's your he's, favorite. He's the goat. He's the greatest player of all time. No, like I mean, I joke around, but he was pretty good. But no, I mean, the levels of All Blacks still probably Lomu. I think because he was. You think Lomu is the greatest All Black of all time? I think so. Because he like a, change a game by himself, really. He was he was hugely impactful, but like Richie McCaw led the team to two World Cups. Dan yeah, Carter. Yeah, but I suppose the thing was he had probably better players, like an all around better fourteen around. Whereas Jonah mm. was one of Jonah had Andrew Murdens, Jeff Wilson. They're pretty good. And I think the thing Sean was Fitzpatrick. yeah. Was those... was Jonah actually that good, or was he just? Big for the time. Fuck. You're no, opening yeah. a can of work. Like, we could talk about this for four hours. Yes. And the yeah. thing was, he had, like, still had health issues then, and we didn't know about them. So he probably he could have been. Or because he was doping, been... wasn't 
was he? <sighs> man, man, you're really like I know you're you're touching on the subjects that I love to talk about, but um, well, that's, I've heard that as a conspiracy theory. Oh, it's because you heard it from me. Oh, did I? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what was happening is that the um, All Blacks coaching staff allegedly was giving the players um, creatine. Yeah. Um, which which has been since found at the time was known as safe and legal, mm. but has since been found to be very dangerous, especially uh, the way it absorbed into the bodies of um, players with um, uh, Pacific Island heritage, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, so there's so, like Joe Alivandieri as well. Joe Alivandieri came out after Jonah died and said mm. that oh, this right. was part of the impact. Because yeah. you've got to remember that Jonah, he came back multiple times yeah. and he had to get back to his former stuff. So he may as well be using... And when he retired... This is very dodgy stuff, by the way. Can I just say that this is all allegedly and stuff like that? But like, he became a bodybuilder afterwards, mm. which is another, you know, thing that mm. would take a lot of substances that are on. I don't know if you ever had like a bad protein power powder, but it's like basically steroids. You know, like I don't know. It's just like if he was taking creatine longer than he should have, or I don't know. I don't. It's a. This is a wild conspiracy theory, but I would say is Jonah impactfully and spiritually. He's probably the greatest All Black ever. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. How how he how, how he was as a play like technically obviously like he wasn't good on defense or passing or catching. But then Richie wasn't good at ball. like smashing people over <laughs> yeah. with the ball running. How was either. he for Wellington? Amazing. Yeah. Did they win was, when he was playing? No, no. but Wellington but, was. But like, he played for like first year of the Blues. He won the title with them, but then he like took the year off because of health issues the second year. Yeah. And then he also played for the Chiefs as well. Like, Matt, like, we're trying to get listeners to this podcast. Mm. And by w- wading into this yeah, murky stir territory. The pot. Stir the pot. Yeah, but I mean, people are going to switch off. Like, you don't understand. Jonah and Rich, I've already fucked up by talking about Richie. Yeah. These people are deities in New Zealand. Like, they're yeah. not even, you don't even fuck with that. And yeah, Jonah, like, me saying he wasn't great on the high ball. There's definitely limitations there, but you don't focus on that. You focus on the greatest yeah. runner of all time, mm. you know? But still today, you think? Yeah, it's hard. It's like basketball. It's hard to compare eras. It's like yeah, LeBron James would have torn up back in 1942 when it was only white guys played. You know, like. But uh, in terms of like, because John Lomu's advantage was his physique, right? Yeah, yeah. Now there's more big players as well. But but like, there's so many people who are at that level. That's why. That's why you can't compare. It's the same with basketball. You look at like. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. They were like they were the only seven footers in a league. Those are mm. the first really tall players. Mm. So it's like now every team has three seven footers. It's yeah. a dime a dozen. If I was seven foot today, I might not even make the league. Whereas back in the day, it, you were guaranteed to be yeah. a professional player. Yeah. So it's like you can't compare eras. And also, athletes always get better. It's like, um, I mean, George Best. Was he? He was amazing, right? He's the greatest British. Oh, he's not even British. Oh, fuck! No, that was I. Yeah. I crossed the line there. He's not British. Mm. No, he Irish. was, wasn't he? Northern Irish. Northern Ireland. Ah, so he fuck. is British. Did he play for England? No, he played for Northern Ireland. Is that a team? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's fucked. So right. he's British, but he's Northern Irish. It's Northern the same as like Wales and Scotland. They're, they're separate teams. No, but like Ireland is like a clear. Like there's a clear country there. No, there's it's Republic Ireland. of Ireland. And oh. there's Northern Ireland. Yeah. They're two different countries, you know, but Northern Ireland is part flags. of UK. No, I, I understand. I understand that. But Northern Ireland is like a tiny... Like, how many people yeah. live in Northern Ireland? It must be like less than a million people. It's like know. it's like representing Stewart Island. But it's still its own country. I mean, country. it's a pretty uh, populous area. My point is up. that Northern Ireland's not going to the World Cup, so I guess no. George Best never actually got to play at like the greatest yeah. level. No, but he did play like um, European Cup or Man United. Okay, look at Pelé, right? Potentially the greatest player of all time. 
but he like had a huge size and speed advantage over players of his era and like now mm. he wouldn't stand out as much as he did compared to modern players and he wouldn't have the same skill training no, no. drugs rehabilitation yeah. yeah it's hard so Matt I want to ask you your favourite player of all time rugby that'd be good yeah what <laughs> 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 nah man We're talking about um, I, I want to know your favourite We're just talking about George Best for like half an hour <laughs> yeah, yeah true 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 You got me there Okay favourite ice hockey player Of all time Gretzky Yeah good answer Don't miss shots The chosen one If you don't have them He <laughs> 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 says like that Nah okay okay Favourite rugby player Of all time I hope you say like A British guy Yeah he's else. British um, It has to be If you say It has to be Johnny No <laughs> It has to be I'm going to walk off The podcast This <laughs> makes me sick and I'll tell you why, like, yeah, maybe he's not the best player Fuck. Um, ability-wise, but just his story. He's like yeah. Jesus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what he did and what I he like represented. I like how you're like, was Jonah even that good? <laughs> greatest player of all time? Johnny Wilkinson. No, my, okay, my greatest player. <laughs> yeah. Because he's part of my greatest story. Yeah. Told G- you about stories. Give us the story a little bit. Don't make it too long because it's about England, but yeah, give us a little bit of the story. So 2003. Yeah. Is that where it's starting? That was the year they won. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm saying we got Sky for the first time. Oh. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So we could watch rugby. Yeah. Um, before then, we'd have to go down, like for Super 12, we'd have to go down to the fire station. Dad's a volunteer firefighter. We'd go down to the fire station. How, what, how wholesome is this? Oh, so like, I loved rugby as a kid. Yeah. But- Moving down to Canterbury, <sighs> I became a rugby fan. Yeah. I stopped playing football. No, but I just love that um, your dad's a volunteer fire station and go to the... He's not a volunteer fire station. He's a volunteer fine fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going down to the fire station is Oh, sick. so good. You'd, you'd go there. Like, you didn't know who was going to turn up. Yeah. So you go there and then, like, your neighbours are there and other old fucks are there. Yeah. And you um, go out the back and into the... You know those, like, mega packs of fizzy drinks? Mm. And it's like Coke, lime, raspberry, <laughs> lemonade. Yeah. Smash heaps of them. Play pool. Fuck. Um, this like is, this is all at the fire station. On. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. it's great. And then you go play tag where the um, appliances are kept Oof. and the appliances are fire truck and tanker. Oof. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Great times. Um, anyway, 2003, we get Sky. Yeah. We get to watch the Rugby World Cup and just the narrative behind... So being an England supporter in New Zealand is hard Yeah. because they're hated. Yeah. The way they play, you know, they're the, the fatherland, whatever, the big brother, I don't know. Colonial they're, they're, overlords. Yeah, they're, they're hated more than Australia. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's hard to support England. In the World Cup, in the Women's World Cup, we were supporting Australia over England, which is yeah. pretty crazy because oh, yeah. yeah. we hate Australia. Yeah. I think because Australia's seemed to be the worst team, though. Like If they were <laughs> as good as England if or better than England, yeah. then we would have supported England, I think. Nah, it's more than that, though. It's just England are just incredibly hateable. I don't mind the England men's football team now because they're kind of like... I don't yeah, know. They've like, gone through a rebrand. They're the least ra- the least racist of all the racist teams. They're yeah. like the least racist. Anyway, sorry. They've got yeah. that wholesome kind of factor. But there. I definitely agree that England rugby is hated in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. So you, and the narrative before the World Cup was, hey, this could be England's chance yeah. to win. Right. So there's there's a bit of buzz before the two thousand three World Cup. Yeah. Um we got Sky. Fucking good. Um Sky Channel One, twelve o'clock on Friday nights, Friday nights. <laughs> Pretty good times. What was the show? What was it called? Sky just, One. Just soft it? porn. Yeah. No, but it was called. Like, it had, they had names like. Wasn't oh, it had called, Orange? Like, wasn't one called Orange? Al, no, Alejandro or something like. Was oh, it the one? actual film. Uh. What was the it's guy's a name? Film every time. Pardon? 
Nah, they had about three that were on rotate for oh, about was it Emmanuel's. Years. Emmanuel, there we go. He knows what I'm talking about. This motherfucker I don't knows know Emmanuel. Yeah, Emmanuel is like the legendary Sky One soft porn. It was actually amazing. The same movie every time. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, they were they that, had that like eight like that rotate. Of... It's just because you're a kid and you didn't understand. But it was, yeah. you're watching the same shit. Yeah, and you got to watch it on mute so your parents <laughs> and your brothers don't wake up. <laughs> um. Anyway, 2003, England rugby. There's a buzz about it. Everyone yeah. hates that. Yeah. Everyone hates that England has a buzz. Yeah. Everyone hates Johnny Wilkinson doing his fucking. Holding his hands in front, yeah. like everyone hates. He was the England. first person to invent a weird running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now everyone does. Everyone yeah. has their own thing. Like yeah. Moanga and um, D Mac have yeah. very weird. Everyone's stuff. got a thing now, um, and I don't know. There's there's something about being a team that's hated yeah. that I like. Ah, um, so we support Man United. Mm, nah, uh, I don't know. I support Ooh. them because I support them as a kid. Yeah. And what other hated team? teams you kind of like get behind? The Iceland and the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah, it's like sort of North Korean sports thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, like, no, because say in the Mighty Ducks movie, everyone yeah. hates the Mighty Ducks because yeah. they're the poor kids. Yeah. Right? So they are the hated team. Yeah. Like, oh, look at these poor kids with their shitty uniforms. Yeah. And you like them. Like that. Yeah. You've got the underdog kind of tag. I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, England have that because they're like, oh, England, they don't even, they're like part time rugby players. Fuck them. They don't even like it. It's not even their culture. Go stick to cricket and football. Yeah. Um, Johnny Wilkinson, he's quite attractive. He's got a bit of something about him. <laughs> you got Johnson, you got Delalio. It's funny how a through line of this podcast has been um, the attractiveness of the players <laughs> is a key element. Yeah, this, Carter. Yeah, there's something Carter about... Carter is gorgeous. Yeah. He is the best... Because New Zealand... Yeah, is, and you look yeah. at the New Zealand rugby men's team now, bunch of uggos. There's not one hottie in Will there. Will Jordan? Yeah, he's probably best out of yeah. the current line. Yeah, think. you're right. He is kind of a traditional looker. I don't find him hot. I'm sorry, Will, if you're listening to the podcast, which you, you almost certainly no, are. No, but he's, like, he's handsome. Yeah, but he's, yeah, there's something about him. But also talent can definitely make you more attractive. Yeah. Right? Because who do you like? Who this were you one. talking about before? Oh, Matt Healy. The, the, okay, 1975, the lead singer. If you were walking down the street yeah. and you came across him, would, would you go... How are you doing? I, yeah, you know, okay. I wouldn't do that to any dude because it's sexual harassment, Matt. It's not okay. However, I would say that Matt Healy of the night... Well, I was saying this before the podcast started. I, the fact that Matt's brought it back makes me upset. The uh, Matt Healy from the 1975 is a very incredibly good-looking guy and it's part of the success of that band as a lead singer. Now, Matt has been disgusted by him and, and, and doesn't not appeal, not, not appeal at all. So I wanted to lean over to Sanjay as the adjudicator with is a cheeky it? fucking grin on his face. But wasn't he the one who was dating Taylor Swift for a while or rumoured? Surely. Oh, well, Taylor yeah. Swift just gets associated with everyone. Yeah, but she normally only goes with attractive guys, so that's the criteria, wasn't but, it? But Sanjay, well, in your opinion, break the tiebreaker. here. You can't use Taylor Swift. In your opinion, objectively looking at that photo of Matt Healy right there, and, and not the ones Matt found, like, Matt, give him a range. Don't just give him one oh, ugly... Oh, he's a range. Okay. He hasn't got much range. He's just... I'd side with Matt Cook. What? Wow. Is that He's just intrigued like homophobia? Oh, no. what if it was like based on Taylor Swift's one, but you took that qualification oh. away? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I mean, I guess it's just... I, I must say, though, that I'm bad at judging the woman, the men that women are into. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, like, straight the middle, Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling type mm. guys. I don't understand um, the appeal of your... Um, of Brad Pitt. Jason Mamor types. Brad Pitt's attractive, yeah? 
Yeah, he is. But like, it's not necessarily a woman's. I guess he's too old now or something like that. I don't know. The people women are into is a lot of Clooney. Lots of women like Clooney. Mm. Clooney. Oh, I, I like Clooney, but I'd say like, I, I don't understand like your Timothy Chameleys and stuff like that. Anyway. He's pretty striking. I definitely agree he's got a, a strong look for on camera. Mm. But, but like, he's, he's talented. Talent makes him. up for heaps. If he asked me. Is, he, ta- is he talented? Chameley. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a decent actor. Or like the, the roles that he I don't plays. respect actors, which is weird because I can't act myself. So yeah, you think I would. it's hard. Uh, I don't find it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So Johnny Wilkinson steps up against mm. all the odds and defeats everyone at school, everyone in New Zealand. That was yeah, your moment. And just, just the... It was still a struggle for England. Yeah. You know, and, and taking the home nation to extra time. Yeah. yeah. And then to finish it with a drop goal. The thing that... Everyone hated him for, and he did it with his right. Oh, unbelievable! Well. Do you mean like unbelievable? Oh, did he kick it with his off leg? Yeah, or something? yeah, because he's a left footer, and he kicked he it, did it with his, his right, right to win the World Cup. Why did he do it with his right? I think it was just because the, the way it came. People yeah. were off running towards his left, so he probably kicked Fuck. it with his right. That is pretty. You've like, actually, you've do actually. Do you, saw do you mean like it's, cool. it's that is how you write a movie? Yeah, you yep. have the team that's found a way to win. Yeah, Johnny, big forwards. Drop goals. Yeah. Everyone hated drop goals, especially yeah. New Zealand, because they're yeah. like, "Oh, give us the backs." Mm. Yeah, yeah, we want to run with the ball. <laughs> um, no, 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 that's that's exciting rugby. Yeah, I, I'm okay with a drop goal, but goal, but penalties. England rumbling over halfway and just milking a penalty is absolutely like. I mean, the All Blacks do as well. Murderous. They've got great kickers. They do now, but like they're they're better known as one of the more running teams, I think. Yeah, um, they, compared yeah. to South Africa or like British teams, it's probably. All Blacks in France prefer to run it out of the big teams. We have yeah, South Africa. France I don't know where Paco's, like um, Australia would put. I think Australia is a running team as well. I don't think Australia knows what they are. Yeah. They'll just take. They have no idea what they are. I mean, they should. I, I would recommend if you're a shit team and you're just trying to get over across the line, then yeah, I accept going to shit tactics. But if you're the top, you wanna you wanna play a beautiful game. Yeah, and you that's wanna play with important. style, some style. You wanna win. That's the best style. Okay, can I tell you about the greatest footballer of all time? His name is Zinedine Zidane. He won, he won a World Cup like it ain't nothing. He came back the next year, he's in the World Cup final, and someone disrespects his sister, his partner, his mother. He goes, hey, what should I do? Should I remain calm and win the game for France? Or should I um, headbutt this motherfucker, <laughs> get a red card, and leave like what the greatest player of all time? Yeah, and he headbutted final that motherfucker. game as well of football. Yeah, final but- game of football. He went out and headbutted a dude. Sick. Is that not the... That's the movie right there. It's better than winning, is doing a headbutt. Who's the guy he headbutted? No one will remember his name. Zinedine Zidane is a legend Matarazzi. that will never die. What's his name? Matarazzi. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Italy can get fucked. Have a fascist leader, you shit country. Sorry, that was too hard and <laughs> racism towards Italy. Sanjay, he's talking about Johnny Wilkinson. Mm. That was a bad year for you, wasn't it? Because that was 2003. the year... That was the year that um, Carlos Spencer... Finally got out of Andrew Murden's Oh, shadow. yeah, he was the starting um, number 10 for the All Blacks for the whole World Cup. How'd that go? Uh, I was uh, actually, um, my friend had a birthday party on the same day as the semi-final of the All Blacks Australia. Who's your friend? Shout out. Uh, Jason Watson. Shout out to Jason. I think it was his 20, 20th or 21st. What's he up to now? I think he's in England. Um, oh, interesting! Did the kick <laughs> influence him? Yeah, so like, yeah, we all expected the All Blacks to win that semi, and they actually started off really well. I think they got a disallowed try, the All Blacks, and then uh, was this it is against Australia? 
Yeah, against Australia, and that's the one where Carlos um, threw an intercept pass and Sterling Mortlock ran like 80 metres with love, the ball and I scored a try. I love that Australian team. Mortlock, Gregan, Gitto, was he there? Yeah, Gitto. <laughs> Gitto! Like, just proper Australians. Gregan, <laughs> four more years. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, good. they were cheeky, confident fucks. Yeah. Lotus Whereas... Carey was in the team. Oh, Matt yeah. Rogers, like the ex-league oh, players. Yeah. How good was Rogers? He's such a was it Wendell Sailor wasn't that team as well? Was it? How good are Australia? Just legends. How good? How good are? Um, was Eels then, or was it he retired? Nah, I think he... Australian names are not real names. It's like even yeah. George Gregan alliteration. John Eels. Eels yeah. isn't the last it's name. It's like a um, Cooper a Cronk. Book. Who was that guy we were talking about before? Yeah, they got Gitta. Matt Gitta. Yeah, it's so Gitta. Sterling Mortlock. Mortlock. Sterling Mortlock. It's Stephen like Benedict Cumberbatch. So good. What? Stephen Larkin. Stephen Larkin. Great names. He was he was a real he was he was Larkin all around the pitch. Stephen Larkin. Michael Liner, if you yeah, ninety nine one. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't quite get that sort of. Um, ex- oh, Blacks have had some pretty good names. What are some good names? Nahimilna Scudder. Oh yeah, that one. Rocco Thoko. Nahimilna Scudder. Sam Kane is kind of cool. Just how it's like. Just because short. Kane. Yeah. Kane. Um. Yeah. Richie is is a good name for like the captain of the Byron Callahar. That's fucking cool. Byron. <laughs> Do you remember how Byron Kelleher started a relationship with a porn star? Oh, yeah, I remember Did that. he? That was one of my proudest yeah. moments as a New Zealander. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. I, mean, I heard that his yeah, nickname was, was, was Taps. What? What was his name? <sighs> no idea. What, I want to hear what Matt knows about this nickname being Taps. Why is it called Taps? Apparently, he was not very smart. <laughs> well, how does that relate to Taps? Uh, thick as pig shit. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. We don't have good we don't have good nicknames anymore, eh? No. Or do we? We need more good nicknames. You can't really say them though. If you follow the um, ACC, which is competing (laughs) podcast, are they competing? They always come up with nicknames for the All Blacks. Um. Yeah. Do they? Do they? Do they ever catch on? Sometimes dog roll Barrett or Scott Barrett. Dog roll. Yeah. (laughs) Why dog roll? Brutal. Because that's what his penis looked like. Oh, so it's massive. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. And tasty. Can I say a recent consp- another conspiracy theory that I have? A nicer one, not like about someone's passing R.I.P. or something like that. Mm. Um, I reckon two years ago, maybe, um, the, the the Barrett brother who is the fullback, Geordie. Yeah. He, he's now playing in the centre, yeah, right? Yeah, centres, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... Um, he had a, what I would de- de- de, um, describe as a shit shit house haircut, where what he was lacking was so obvious. Um, he he just shave he'd shave off his sideburns, mm. so he would just have which is kind of like popular amongst like I don't know like it was kind of like a um, Pacific Island thing, but they would have a fade which is kind of like natural <laughs> with uh, Pakeha hairstyles. It really is a defined line. It's not. It yeah. doesn't just like. So it was a very straight line across the side. A sideburn is very important for like shaping your face. So if you're yeah. not like gorgeous, like um, Akira Yuane is um, is like I don't know. Oh, maybe something really cool. Like a few of those guys are like they they can yeah. kind of pull it off. But um, uh, old mate um, uh, Geordie Barrett could not. Mm. So I actually just did a tweet saying Geordie Barrett's haircut is making me sick, and um, it made me feel physical sick like looking at it. And the next week, he shaved his head. Oh. And I, I genuinely believe, I know I'm going to sound sarcastic, I know, I, I know I'm going to get mocked for that. I, I believe I influenced him. I, I reckon he read my tweet. Oh, yeah. Or he could have had nits. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's an option too. Two options, but yeah, I feel bad. I did feel bad. I felt no, like yeah, I bullied him. Like, yeah. I've um, heard, or maybe I made this up. The <laughs> players... That's what Donald Trump needs <laughs> yeah. to say. Eh? Yeah. Like well, a lot of people have been yeah. saying, or <laughs> I just made this up. Continue. I've Matt heard, Cook stuff. or I'm pretty sure. Maybe I heard. I don't know. I can't remember. But players will. Fuck with their looks, even make themselves uglier to make that the talking point, so that no one's talking about their rugby. Yeah, you're so talking. Like, mm, you're, yeah, yeah, you're talking specifically about. Sorry, change the focus. Yeah, just to, it's it's the same trick that coaches do to take the pressure off their players. They become the clown show. Yeah, um, and it helps. Old mate, um, who's the All Blacks coach? Ian Foster. Ian Foster's been doing that for about three years. And he's been <laughs> nailing yeah. it. Yeah, but the like All Blacks Eddie, are Eddie terrible, Jones so yeah. they focus on the All Blacks That's World it, Cup yeah. here, and we win. Eddie Jones does it, Jose Mourinho, but oh, yeah. players themselves can take control. But I think Eddie Jones and Jose Mourinho are just genuine fuckwits. Yeah. I love them, and I find them wildly entertaining. Eddie, uh, what, did Eddie, what was Eddie Jones doing the other day? Oh, Saying yeah, it's the most the disgraceful pre- press, yeah, conference. press conference. at the airport. And why, was he dis- why was it so disgraceful? No, because the um, media were just Nicking on the wallabies the whole time mm. and he just got sick of them just being negative the whole time saying they're not going to win what's the point of bringing the team to the World Cup if you think we're not going to win yeah I mean they don't get a choice mm. he has to go <laughs> Australia can't go oh we're not doing it this year guys. we're not something <laughs> to be fair they, at the, at the, the way they've been going they potentially should think about just like because they haven't even won a game this whole year nah. but I mean they're Australia Australia going to yeah. get out of their pool they'll get out yeah, you and think they'll so. probably beat the English side if England get there. Well, should we? Should we? Uh, they've got a, a favourable side of the draw. Should we maybe tease that and save that for next week, where we do like predictions? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I'm going to disagree with you there, but I you mean, don't think Australia's getting out? Uh, I mean, I, like, I have to. Oh, you think numbers, Fiji getting yeah, out? Fiji I, I'm backing fan. Fiji hard. I don't. I'd, I'd say they're probably going to get there instead of. I think. I think Fiji instead of Wales get there instead of Wales. Well, it's, it's unfortunately for Fiji, it's their first game. Hey, but let's tease that for next week. Crazy predictions, mm. wild um, opinions. You know, this is the podcast that, like, you know, it brings you everything that um, you 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 didn't want to hear or didn't think you would hear. And I think that's what makes us stand out above the rest. Um, we've we got we've come up with a name for the podcast. Oh yeah, one was um, early. I really keep suggesting it was guys. Conversion therapy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sanjay. I mean, it's kind of on point because he is talking about fucking a lot of gay chat. For some <laughs> I, I prefer to call it like um, male appreciation. Mm-hmm. But um, guys, conversion therapy. Sanjay, would you like to just break down what that joke is? Because I reckon as soon as you start like explaining what it is. No, because there's um, conversions in um, rugby after you score a try. And yeah. it's a pun on the whole gay conversion therapy, oh. which I thought was makes sense yeah yeah but like okay gay conversion therapy yeah but guys conversion this is what guys conversion therapy <laughs> gay conversion therapy is a pretty intense horrible thing yeah and this is um claiming it back conversion <laughs> therapy <laughs> i don't think anyone on this podcast identifies as gay although i'm i'm hoping to not it's, since the conversion <laughs> it's like calling it like i don't know like um what's another like instead of like it's like taking something horrible and turning it into a rugby pun. It's not yeah. good. It's, it's rugby like holocaust. F- female um, rugby holocaust. Is that your idea? It's like naming a rugby team the Crusaders. It's like it's, yeah. it's something you'd never do. Um, it's yeah, like, but the Crusaders are the most successful super rugby teams. Though. We take from that. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I thought third 15 rugby was kind of wholesome. Um, I, I liked Rugby World Pod Cup as well. That was my other suggestion that I was putting forward. Sanjay's oh, had a few... Was, was the other one try, try Hard Time. That's another one. Try Hard Time? Um, Matt, do you, do you have any suggestions of name... What about Johnny Wilkinson Appreciation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Podcast? Yeah. Oh, Jonah Sucks Hour. Jonah Sucks. Can <laughs> Jonah we just say sucks. we're sorry for the, um, the sacrilege about Oh, I Jonah. never said he sucks. You said, is he good? Yeah. In a way that was implying that he was not good. It gave you guys the platform to tell me how good yeah, he is. <laughs> what a legend he was. And he failed. He so was Jonah is a legend, Al. That's <laughs> we, we, I think Jonah is the greatest uh, All Black of all time in terms of aura and mm. spirit. But I mean, technically, probably Dan yeah, Carter. Maybe not, yeah. Achievement-wise, Richie. Yeah, yeah. Captain twice the All Blacks to yeah. World Cup success. Yeah, mm. and I mean, yeah, a lot of great more play- players to talk about. We're going to get get up for the World Cup. We're going to get a name for the podcast. It's going to be amazing. Do we have any way of signing off? I've been Guy Williams. Do you want to say I've been Matt Cook? I've been Sanjay Patel. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. catch you later. Yeah, I've been Sanjay Patel. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> Matt, are you going to say something? Yeah, I've been Matt Cook. Thanks for listening. We've, got, we've had such a good podcast. We've really gone back into our shells, back to toxic masculinity, back to reality. Um, thanks for listening if you enjoyed the podcast tell your friends if you didn't enjoy the podcast shut the fuck up alright it doesn't we don't need that negativity right now we're like Eddie Jones it's like what's the point of even recording a podcast if we fucking if you're not going to support us alright so um, please um, if you've got a iTunes or something like that give us a rating five stars or don't, don't how, yeah, how do we get this on where do we put this this is going everywhere man we're all good podcasts are found and also we're bad podcasts are found as well we're going everywhere <laughs> um, we're like fa- God uh, omnipotent yeah well, yeah, we're omnipotent. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, kia ora and uh, goodbye.